Hello, I'm attorney Paul Whelan from Afford Law, where we practice criminal and family law throughout Massachusetts. On today's episode, we're going to be addressing warrants, three different types of warrants that could lead to your custody or and or arrest. Now, we won't be talking about search warrants. We we're talking about a different kind of warrant here. But before we get going, I just want to explain a little bit about Afford Law and how we work. At Afford Law, we practice criminal and family law, family law being divorce, child custody, child support, things along uh, that line. We provide our services uh, at a reduced rate. All of our fees are based on a sliding scale, and that sliding scale is based on your income. So the less you make, the less we charge. We are trying to make ourselves more affordable to more people, people, the working class people, who uh, don't qualify for a court-appointed attorney and find it difficult to go out and hire an attorney at the market rate. So please, if you have any questions or if we can be of any any assistance, feel free to book an appointment with us at affordlaw.org and we'd be happy to answer any questions that you might have. So let's dive in uh, to the issue of warrants. What is a warrant? A warrant in this in this context is a court order that um, allows police to go out and to take you into custody. Now, again, we're not talking about search warrants here. Search warrants are something different altogether. Search warrants uh, are issued by the court and they allow the police to search your person, your vehicle, your home, whatever. That's something different. We're talking about warrants that could lead to your custody, uh, to your arrest, in other words. And we're going to be talking about three different types of warrants uh, that there are in, in the court system. The first one of which is a, uh, a probation warrant. So what happens is if you are on probation and you have certain conditions uh, that you have to fulfill, you have to either do something or you have to refrain from doing something while on probation. Uh, in addition to that, you are uh, prohibited from getting rearrested uh, or violating any uh, federal, state, or local laws. If your probation officer uh, believes that you are in violation of your conditions of probation, they can ask the court for a warrant. So let's say, for instance, that you're on probation, and one of the things you have to do is to uh, take to remain drug-free and be subject to random screens. Random screens just means that you have to uh, randomly take tests at uh, different times that you that are not scheduled. So let's say that you um, are called to take a test to give a urine sample so they can uh, they can uh, conduct the test on you and you either uh, don't show up for the test or you show up and you test positive for something for some uh, narcotic or some some substance uh, that is illegal that you're not supposed to be um, ingesting. If the probation officer can't get you to come in and uh, face the, uh, the allegation that you're in violation of your probation, let's say they can't get, get in touch with you by, the, by phone or uh, they send out a, a, a letter to you, but you don't respond, they can then go to the court, uh, go before the judge and ask for a probation warrant. They will explain to the judge what they're alleging the violation is, and they're asking the judge to issue a warrant so that you can be brought into court so that you can uh, appear before the judge and answer to those alleged violations of conditions of probation. So what happens is if that's approved by the judge, a warrant is issued, and now it is in the system. You'll sometimes hear it referred to as the 
WMS, the Warrant Management System, and that's a statewide system. So if you get your, if you are in fact um, on that system, the police can go out to your home and try to look, try to look for you to um, engage that warrant and to bring you in, or they'll just let the warrant stay in the system until such time as you run into the police at some point. So if you go into court on a different matter or even this matter, they will, the warrant will pop up. Or if you are pulled over for a driving infraction, say your taillight is out or you're speeding or something and they run your, uh, they, they take your identification and they run you into this through the system to see if there are any warrants. If there's a warrant there, they will take you into custody and they'll take you to the um, to the court at the next opportunity. So if the court's open that day, they will take you later in the day. Or if not, they'll take they'll take you when the court is next open. So that's a probation warrant. The second kind of warrant is a what they call a straight warrant. That happens where if you're being charged with a crime, uh, but you haven't been arrested at the scene of the crime you will receive a summons to come into court. A summons is just is a court document telling you when and where to appear and what the charge is against you. So you are then expected to be in court on that day at that time. If you're not in court at that day on that time, then a, a straight warrant will issue. A very common thing that we see happening with straight warrants is someone will have a, uh, a, an old address of yours or you're not, you don't get mail at that address anymore, or your neighbor takes your mail, or whatever it might be. For some reason, you don't receive the summons to appear in court, so you don't know you're supposed to be in court. However, the court has you has you scheduled for a particular day, and if you don't show up, a straight warrant will issue. Um, straight warrants are uh, pretty common, and again, oftentimes it's through some sort of miscommunication between um, when the, when the summons goes out and when the court date happens. So that's a straight warrant. The other kind of warrant that we uh, very typically see in the, certainly in the district courts is a default warrant. Now a default warrant is a little different from a straight warrant because what happens is a default warrant, uh, only comes into play after you're arraigned. So if the arraignment is the first step in the, in the process, typically. So um, if you're arraigned, you go before the court, the judge tells you what the charges are, and you get a date to come back for another court date. Usually it's a pretrial conference. So anytime after you're arraigned, you go into court, you take care of the business uh, for that day uh, on your case, and you get an, another court date to come back, unless the case is resolved on, on a particular day. But if it's, if it's an open case, you always get another date to come back. If you don't come back on that date, that's when the Commonwealth, that is the prosecution, will typically ask for a warrant to issue for your arrest. And, and default warrants are considered um, a little bit more egregious, if you will, a little bit more serious, because you were notified of the court date when you were in court. It's not like a straight warrant where it's very typically uh, happens that you just you don't get word of it. You don't get notice of that court date, so you don't show up. In a default warrant setting, you are in court on one day and you are told of when, when you're supposed to be in court, the next court date. And if you don't show up for that court date, it looks more like you're just, you don't, just don't care about your case. You're not giving the court the proper respect and the court will issue a default warrant if you don't show up.
So that and the same thing happens with the uh, as with the in the probation uh, warrant situation is it goes into the warrant management system and the police can then either go out and try to find you or they can just wait until that warrant is executed. Sometimes years go by and there's an open warrant. People have forgotten all about their case uh, and they're and they're brought forward and they're brought to um, uh, to court on a case that they thought was dismissed or closed or whatever. A special uh, condition, a special situation I want to I want to point out to you and, and uh, alert you to is, um, let's say that you have a case and you get it disposed of uh, in some fashion. So you're on probation for a period of time, or you're just supposed to pay uh, a fine or whatever it is. And let's say that um, you, you're supposed to pay money for whatever whatever happens. A lot of times people will forget about the money part when they're walking out. So they'll they'll dismiss the case or they'll take care of the case. Uh, and there's still money that's owed. You'll have a, a period of time to pay that money. Let's say the judge gives you 30 days to pay a fine or, or, or a fee or whatever it is. So that 30 days go by, goes by, you forget about it. And on the 30th day, if, if that money is not paid, and if you don't come to court that day to ask for more time, a warrant will issue on that case. So a, a lot of times we see in these situations that warrants hang around in the system for years afterwards and the people don't know that they have this warrant out there they don't know that they owe any money they get pulled over for speeding or whatever it might be or they get into an accident and then the uh the officer runs the runs the license through the system and a warrant pops up and you get arrested so that's obviously something that you don't want to have happen so it's it's incredibly important that you pay attention to your case um, even when you think it's been resolved, when you think it's over, because you will, um, if you get caught with a warrant, you're going to be held until the next court date. Now, sometimes you can be, you can ask for bail and they may bail you out depending on the circumstances, but there are some warrants that are called uh, do not release warrants. If the judge uh, issues a do not release warrant, you can't be bailed out. You can't be released. The police have no discretion. They have to hold you until the next until uh, the next time the court is in session what happened in in a worse situation is if you get picked up on a friday a friday night say friday afternoon friday night and you have a no release warrant they have to hold you until the court is open so the court's not open on the weekend it's not open saturday or sunday so you'll be held in jail for that period of time and and god forbid if you get picked up on a three day on a friday on a three-day weekend you get at, an extra day for the Monday. So you're in jail Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night, until you can finally get to court on Tuesday. And this could all be just because you owe some money that's that's outstanding. Usually you don't have a do not release warrant if it's just money that's owed, but sometimes that can happen. So you want to be very careful uh, about that. And the other thing about warrants is, especially default warrants, is it goes on your record. The other warrants go on your record as well. But what happens is if you have a, a police record, if you get arrested for something else down the line, the court looks at your what they call your record or your, your board of probation report, uh, your carry or your quarry. It's got a lot of names. Um, and they look to see if there's any if there are any defaults, if you have a history of defaulting, a history of defaulting looks to the court like you're sort of thumbing your nose at the court. You're not giving them the proper respect and not following the court orders. So it's more likely that the, the prosecution will ask for and the judge would impose 
bail on your case. So if you if you have a lot of defaults on your case, you get rearrested on something else. The court's going to look at all those defaults and say, this is a person that's not coming to court when it's supposed to. We need to in, we need to impose bail so that they know to come to court. So they give to give you extra incentive to come to court. And if you don't have money to pay the bail, you get held in custody. So we certainly don't want that to happen. So you don't want any warrants on your records and you certainly don't want any warrants in the system because that can certainly ruin your day or your weekend or whatever. So again, uh, at Afford Law, if you have any questions for us, we'd be happy to answer any questions you might have. Again, our fees are all on a sliding scale based on your income. So the less you make, the less we charge. Please feel free to visit us at affordlaw.org. Book a uh, free virtual um, initial consultation. It's totally free and there's no obligation. You can ask us any questions about any family law issues or criminal law issues that you might have. Uh, again, it doesn't cost you anything and it's virtual. You can do it right from your home. So I hope that's been helpful. Uh, again, my name is attorney Paul Whalen. If you have any questions, please feel free to give us a call at Afford Law. And just remember at Afford Law, we're making justice affordable. Thanks.